0: Hello, welcome to the Physique Mastery Podcast. This is Scott Tuzan, along with Brian Cron. We've got another great guest with us today, Dr. Greg Green, our in-house chiropractor at the Physique Mastery (laughs) Movement. Uh, You've probably seen some of, uh, if you've visited the PhysiqueMastery.com website, uh, even my website, probably Brian's website, um, we've taken a few little different screen captures of um, Greg's journey. He's had some really great eye-opening experiences throughout this this process here. When he first um, joined the Physique Mastery Movement, one of the things that appealed to him was kind of getting to that next level. He's, he's done transformations in the past and he would get nice and lean, but right when the going was getting good, he would stop shy of his goal. So never quite getting to the end. So Greg's going to talk about that as well as uh, how his experience has been over the past uh, past several months with us and uh, also discussing uh, a little, nice little diet break that he recently has gone through and why he's done that, how he's benefited from that. So Greg, thanks a lot for taking the time out of your busy day in your practice and join okay. us here on this podcast. You just want to kind of start off there at the point where you did... Uh, you made that decision to to join the physique master movement earlier in the year and kind of talk about your past experiences where you've never really been able to follow through to the end and what was it that would always kind of get you to stop short of your goals
1: Okay, yeah. I joined the Physique Mastery in February, right? February. I believe it was. Yeah. I, yeah, and January I, I, beginning. I, of yeah, because I saw the emails about it in January, and I had already decided that twenty seventeen was going to be my year, and and part of the formula for for making this the year that I really got as lean as I've always wanted to get was I was going to take a whole year off from drinking, uh, which I still haven't had a drink since New Year's Eve. Awesome. I play bass dude. in a rock band too. So this is like a, a let's, you know, let's recap this is a that. major lifestyle. I, I want to make sure
0: people hear that you you play bass in a rock band. <laughs> so you're in bars, you're in all these settings, and you're still. Yeah, we played Saturday managed. at
1: a bar. Yeah, and you're
0: managed to to have fun, live life, and minus the alcohol.
1: Mineral water has kept me going, but. <laughs> Oh. The the other thing that was a huge obstacle for me is my entire life. I've you know I've, I was always a real little guy in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean I, I when I graduated from high school I weighed about 110 pounds and I had a 28 waist. Like my jeans were size 28 waist. And uh, so, you know c- coming on the 30th. Gee.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I started lifting when I was in my mid-20s, and I'm kind of genetically predisposed to be a non-responder as much as anybody could be. I mean, I've got these canary-sized wrists and ankles and all the things that you look at for metrics, for rate-limiting factors, for gaining strength. I kind of have all those uh, roadblocks but I never let it stop me and I kept grinding away at some of the big powerlifting moves and and <laughs> finally hit some respectable numbers you know nothing I was never going to compete in a powerlifting comp- competition but I was you know I was benching in the mid 200s and squatting in the and deadlifting for reps in the mid 300s and felt pretty good about it not bad for a guy in his mid 40s now late 40s but in doing that I had to eat a lot to get to get some some of the frame built for those bigger lifts. And that created another problem, which was I started not looking like I wanted to look. I got some of the strength numbers that I had always chased, but at the expense of looking the way I wanted to look. And, you know, I'm a healthcare professional and I spend a lot of time talking to people about weight loss. Uh, because a lot of the times they bring it uh, up to me thinking maybe their back pain is a result of the extra 30 pounds they've put on since college or whatever. And I've even written a book about fitness and weight loss specifically in muscle gain. <laughs> and there, you know, there's, I, there's a bunch of them sitting on a, on a bookshelf in the front, front, uh, lobby of my office. So I, I wanted to look like the guy who wrote the book about that subject. And so I had to break that mental barrier when it came to knowing I was going to lose some strength off of some of those big lifts. And then you guys came along and it was the perfect scenario because the other thing is chasing those big lifts for years and years and years, you get it gets stale. And I wanted to I basically wanted to pay somebody to give me accountability. And there's lots of accountability groups on the on, on Facebook and on the internet, but when you pay to be part of it, it changes everything. People listen to my advice a lot more than they'll listen to other people's advice because they're paying me for it sometimes here at the office. Same thing here. And then also having somebody else to do the program for me, so all I have to do is follow the, follow the directions and not have to think about it it because was so busy and crazy i needed i needed just a a plan to follow and then the plans have been awesome and you guys have often included some of those big lifts and phases so i got to kind of stay in my comfort zone a little bit with some of that but then add all these cool accessory lifts that i've either never done or haven't done in years Get chased the pump, which is fun sometimes, you know, just walking out of the gym with my, where I can't, you know, can barely scratch my back because my arms are so engorged with blood. And it's just been an awesome experience.
0: So So I, that's that's exciting. So that's, that's, first of all, congratulations. You're, you're a chiropractor, a chiropractor who deadlifts and squats, which I love. (laughs) There's so (laughs) many, so many of them who are, who who fear those big uh, movements. So one of the reasons that held you back in the past was that um, when, you, when you're when you cutting, you lose strength. So um, although the, the, the focusing on the heavier lifts and gaining strength, you weren't looking the way you wanted to look. So once you started to eat for your goal, so eating less, your strength started to diminish and that played a little mental game in your mind. And so you, you kind of justified Extra food in there because hey, I want to get strong again. And I I can relate to you on on a lot of levels, especially being a smaller guy myself, that um, you kind of there's something empowering. Maybe if I'm not big, if I lift some big numbers, maybe that will impress someone there, which it it rarely does.
1: Only the other dudes in the gym (laughs) that you never see anywhere else in your life.
0: Yeah. Well, I've got women in my gym who are lifting more than me. They're just, they're, they're, that's their focus strength and they, they just, they're built for it. It's what they mm-hmm. practice every day or every week. Um, and they just, they kick butt at it. So me, me trying to compete with them, it just, well, me trying to lift heavy just for the sake. all right, maybe someone will think, I'd respect me because I'm lifting some bigger weight than, uh, no, that's just, uh, that's just not going to happen. Because <laughs> I got women mm-hmm. who are lifting more than me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah. That's a, that's a common myth that, you know, you have to, yeah, if you get stronger, the bigger lifts, you're going to build more muscle, but at a certain point, you, you, you know, at a certain point you, you have to bring in more isolation work. If you're uh, just different training protocols, if you're going to continue to get bigger, like very, very, very few people, uh, can build a great physique with just the big three. And, uh, you know they, they do exist and you know but they're it's just very very few and they're extremely gifted. Um, so most of us mere mortals we do have to bring in other work just to you know address the things that we want on our physique.
0: So. So when you when you started there with us in yeah. in February, and you knew that your strength was going to be decreasing on these lifts. Did it get easier for you, like having the support, just hearing from others who were like, you know what, it's, it's okay, let those numbers go for right now. Your your main goal at this point is to look a certain way, so do what you can to get those goals. Was it easier for you to get through it this time around?
1: Well, yeah, and a lot of times you, I wasn't even aware it was happening too much because In the programming you guys put out, I was improving in those lifts and often not doing and especially not testing the heavy range of those other lifts. So I have tested, you know, I've gone off the reservation a couple of times and just tested myself Mm -hmm. with some of those just to see where I'm really at. And some of those numbers have dropped a little bit. But for the most part, I've kind of stayed, you know, I lost a 10% off the top of a lot of those those lifts. But it hasn't really dropped too much from there. And one thing I tell people all the time is once you get to a certain level, it's not as hard to maintain the numbers as it is to get there. And you don't have to just grind away, at you know, at the one rep max work all the time to yeah. to maintain it. So, it's given my body a chance to recover from years mm-hmm. of doing that. Even though some of these this programming has been pretty intense, it's been intense in different ways. <laughs> right. Besides just all out heavy lifts as hard as I can all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, it, So, and 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 the other thing that made it easier to kind of stay on the horse was the progress with with the, with the actual way I look. I mean, over the course of, I took a vacation, a family vacation to Florida in July. So by that point, I'd been on the program for about six months. And, you know, I was one of the leaner dudes walking around the beach and definitely the leanest dude my age walking around on the beach. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. So mission accomplished on that, and then uh, when I got back, I I started I, I kind of decided I needed to and you alluded to this a minute ago, but I decided I needed to take a little bit of a break from the calorie restriction because mm-hmm. I tested my blood levels for a bunch of different things, including testosterone, and what I saw is. Six months straight on pretty low calories was starting to create some hormonal issues. Cortisol levels were up. Testosterone levels were way down. Mm -hmm. So I took a three-month break basically just eating at maintenance Mm -hmm. and then retested everything. And my testosterone levels had already gone up into just three months of kind of maintenance level eating to at least into the normal range again. And it was well below the normal range when I tested the Mm -hmm. first time. I'm getting Mm -hmm. ready to do it again. Mm -hmm. I'm actually working with Dr. Spencer Nadalski. Well, you probably both know who that is. Yeah, no. Doc who lifts, right? He does a telemedicine kind of deal, and so he's my primary care doctor now. And he and I are kind of troubleshooting some of this stuff too. It's been pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, that's
0: that's exciting. That's uh, I mean a lot of people, and this is again I think the real we hear it time and time again from the people in our, our group here that and um, they really embrace the process. They're really looking at the long term. So many people would see, you know, I, I'm on this vacation. I look phenomenal. The progress I've made is incredible. I've still got a little bit to go. Let's just hammer at it right now. And they just keep, they're, they're just beating themselves down a little bit more, a little bit more. They, they tend to have to work harder and harder to make smaller progress. Whereas when you take that smart approach, you're like, you know what, I'm looking great right now. Yeah, I've got a little bit more to lose, but I, let's just take a break for a little bit. Let my let my body recover. And now when you get ready to go back to fat loss mode, that next little, say you got 10 pounds to lose, it's going to come off a lot faster than if you had just kept grinding away at that yeah. last 10 pounds. So- yeah, you, uh,
1: just kind of letting everything normalize and you know letting Letting the hormones reset a little bit, and and then go again. And I think, and, it, sorry, go ahead. and I look better right now than I have in my entire adult. Life. If I had to stop right now and never get better than this, I, I couldn't complain. Right. But although I do think I can get a you know shave off <laughs> a few more body fat percentages without. Too much concern,
0: right? Right, and I think a lot. A lot of this again comes to a topic that Brian seems to bring up quite a bit. Uh, just embracing maintenance, like it really taking. It was more than just taking a diet break. You didn't go mm. hog wild and and eat in excess. You really embraced this maintenance and kind of became content with your physique. You're like, yeah, I, I I do look good, and this is what it's like to eat normal. It's uh, it's not. So many people make such a big deal about maintenance, uh, they think it's, it's harder than cutting or anything, but uh, if you're doing drastic, drastic stuff to get to where you're at, yeah, maintenance is going to be a bigger challenge, but when you take a nice lifestyle approach. Um, yeah. Well,
1: maintenance without the alcohol in my diet has been super easy because Mm -hmm. that just removed i mean i was a daily drinker at least wine with dinner kind of thing but a couple of glasses of wine and crackers and cheese suddenly start sounding like a good idea yeah and the late night snacking was adding probably four or five hundred calories with the wine and the and the other stuff Mm -hmm. and when you remove that from the equation adding a little more protein in or or more carbs in is really what i've been doing more of Mm -hmm. uh I actually think when I started taking the diet break that I even leaned up, I, I started looking a little sure. bit better than I did before.
2: Sure. Yeah, that could happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, there's a picture of me on that my wife put on Instagram that was taken on the beach, and I was in full diet break mode on that July vacation, and I think I looked better that day than I did the mm-hmm. couple of weeks before we left.
0: Yeah. That, yeah, it does happen a lot. It, You hear even more so in guys who are really lean and either competing or photo shoot and and you hear them a lot say like, after a few cheat days in a row, they look better, they look more vascular, like fuller. And because their muscles are filling out, their skin looks tighter. You you kind of have that little honeymoon period there where you do look better. But uh, the smart thing with you is that uh, you still, you kept it around maintenance rather than Mm -hmm. like some guys will make the mistake go, oh yeah. Eating more, I'm looking better and better, and they just keep cranking it up, cranking yeah. up, and then boom, it catches up to them, it, it, mm-hmm. uh that honeymoon period is over. <laughs> and, uh, then they've got to mm-hmm. start cutting again. So you've definitely played it smart, mm-hmm. which is fun to see. And like, yeah, the
2: harder you diet, like aggressively, and and the longer, like the more you, you create this this pendulum swing the other way, you know, that your body wants to. Gets you out of that, and those hunger, that hunger drive just gets more and more ferocious. Like as opposed to if you just kind of like gently, you just clean up your diet, get rid of wine and cheese and, and kind of thing. There's not as much of a, of a of a drive for it to be over, and you know, and, and to kind of refill your body. So I think that's 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 a very good way to approach it. Now we've all done like serious, you know, like very very restrictive diets, and those first few days when it's over, it's like, you know, you just want to eat. It's just, <laughs> You know, as is your body, you know, that's your, that's your body trying to help, it basically wants you to survive. So uh, the more gentle. Yeah, my
1: body, your body doesn't care about you having six pack abs. It cares uh, about you not starving to death and basically yeah. dieting is controlled starvation. Yeah, pretty and much. So. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Very cool. So, you know, leptin resets, ghrelin reset, all that stuff yeah. can reset a little bit with the break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What kind so, of stuff? What else we'll, have we'll you? We'll go uh, at it again here soon. Excellent. So,
0: what, what is your plan? I mean, you've had a very successful year so far. Um, do you have a plan, Are you just kind of playing it by year right now? Just seeing how you're feeling. When the timing's right, you'll cut a bit more. Or what? Uh, what's What's the plan over the next uh, short term?
1: Well, I'm in Houston and the whole world oh. of houston's been kind of turned upside down because of the hurricane oh shit so man. yeah we uh, i mean i think I, I gained a few pounds just because uh, we didn't even lose power for the whole thing because it wasn't a real windy hurricane here it just rained and rained and rained so we couldn't leave our house for about four days straight but we had power so all there was to do is eat and Watch Netflix in the air condition. I have a pretty sweet little home gym set up, so I did work out once a day. But uh, now that that stress is kind of over, we're adding a new stress into our lives by buying a house. Uh, so you know, th- there's something to be said for just kind of sticking to the routine and sticking to maintenance while you're in a high stress yes. phase. Yes. And, and as soon as we get moved and settled. Then I'm gonna, and the new house has a pool, which will be nice. But then I'll go into kind of a, a deficit phase again. In Houston, you can use a pool about eight months out of the year because it's so hot here all the time. Not where you guys live, but.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're speaking like a true PMM member here, a member of the physique mastery uh, group here, because that that's exactly it. There is there's a lot to say for maintenance during stress times. We recently. I mean, the past few people we've had, uh, Becky was dealing with some stress. And and Dennis, who we had uh, on earlier, when I initially started coaching him, he was going through a house um, selling, buying process. And it was too much stress to even think about trying to lose fat during that time. So learning to roll with the punches, be smart. We go through a a cutting phase when you life is stress free as possible, and yeah. it, it's not easy for everyone all the time. But there's going to be times in your life if you can find an eight to twelve week span where life is there's not a lot of events going on. Those are ideal times to right to go through a cutting mm-hmm. phase. And when you got high stress situations, just don't add more stress into it. Uh,
1: especially and when you're the in a band place is recording room. another album, man. This Mr. Plow, <laughs> this Mr. The, Mr. This Plow, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's where that
2: establishing that structure when times are, you know, a little more normal is so important You establish that structure and you kind of settle into it because then when shit invariably hits the fan, it's something that you can kind of fall back on automatically. You know, not unlike what they do in the military, like you you drill all this discipline. And then so when when stuff hits the proverbial fan, they have that that training to fall back on. So, yeah, that's uh, that's key, man. Good stuff
1: awesome yeah the, and, and my, my I've set my world up to to kind of pull this off in a lot of ways mm-hmm. like I'm at lunch right now and I take a two-hour lunch every day mm-hmm. and my house <laughs> is six minutes from my office and the gym I go to when I don't work out at home is 0.8 miles from my house <laughs> and my new house will only be about a mile further away uh so i can kind of get all this stuff during the day you know one of the biggest problems for me with this programming sometimes is that i'm so gassed that i have to come back here and do physical stuff where my arms have to work yeah that i have to sometimes (laughs) i change the programming days around where i do a lot of the upper body stuff on the weekends or on I, i close early on fridays too so friday saturday sunday I hit the stuff that will paralyze me for the afternoon. I can do all the lower body stuff during the weekdays. Right. But I've got Great. the habits going, and that's been key. Habits. You know, even when things aren't going well, like, as yeah. a matter of fact, I always tell my patients, uh, if if the stress of life is getting to you, but you have the, the habit and the routine of going to the gym, that really helps Personally, it helps clear my head. I mean, what's the best feeling in the world walking out of the gym, right? right. You've got that yeah. head clearing activity yeah. to keep you going. You
0: know
1: what I love what he
2: said there is just you adjusted the workout to fit your work and your life. Like you didn't feel something that like Scott and I just preached the hell out of in this group is that you don't have to do certain things on certain days because the program says it. Like, you know, you just. You you know, If you want to add a rest day in because you're exhausted or you want to adjust the body parts because of your work demands, shit's still going to (laughs) work. You can do that.
1: I I didn't think anybody would care if I did the current day three, I think. The current day three destroys my my arms, so I have to do it on Friday afternoon when I don't need to use them again for 24 hours or so. Yeah,
0: it's perfect. (laughs) That's why we build in a lot of – we build in flexibility and encourage – Flexibility with our members—it's it's, it's huge. It's 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 all about. Yeah. You should never force your life to fit a, a workout plan. It's
1: yeah.
0: yeah. We we got it set up where yeah. You make those adjustments and it's it's gonna work for sure.
1: And the mm-hmm. other members of this have been huge too. Like you know, I I I feel like i know these people, and I I find myself. Sharing, like, I've never been a shirtless selfie guy in my entire life, but I'll share stuff like that in this group because I know it's a limited group of people with the same mindset, with the same, or at least very similar types of goals. So that has really helped in a way the people in the group, not just you guys, but Mm -hmm. a lot of the other people in the group I've really felt a bond with. Mm -hmm. And and Often, if I'm thinking about eating that extra bowl of ice cream at night, I'll think, would Adam do this right now? (laughs) Well, he would, actually. Um, I kind of mentally get accountability, even if I'm not often as active in the group as some of the other people are, just Mm -hmm. because I read whatever people are saying and try and contribute, especially... when my area of expertise comes up when somebody has an injury or whatever yeah mm-hmm. uh, to help but it's man it's just been fantastic that's awesome
0: yeah it is is it, it is a great group and there's lots of yeah, great camaraderie it's, it's and i definitely i feed off the enthusiasm of everyone else and yeah. it's great to great to hear man it's great to have you in there it's been uh, it's been outstanding watching your progress and even though you're you don't post often when you post it's quality which is yeah. it's awesome whenever you add your two cents in it, it's fantastic and much yeah. appreciated um and it's just great now just hearing from you and, and hearing it's it just makes our day to hear how well yeah. you've applied the knowledge how you're living this and the habits and the structure and all that stuff it just it's perfect man we we couldn't ask for for any better it's uh it's, you're, you're a great reflection of everyone else in the group right now, and it's, uh, man, yeah. it's it's freaking awesome.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it is, it is just a I great... like to think of my involvement in the group as like the bass player in my band, and being a player, you have to serve the song, so you don't play too many notes just because you can, and that's how I try and post in the group. Serve the group. Nice! I just write a bunch of stuff because I can
0: that's a great analogy i love that that's all i do
1: <laughs>
2: that's fine man that's great
0: that's awesome perfect awesome well dude it's been it's been great having you on thanks for taking the time out of your day your lunch here absolutely um, to share your experiences with us and i hope the people listening to today's podcast have gained some insights from that and uh, continuing to drill home the message that, that brian and i often share the structure simplicity and Build those habits in place. Enjoy the process. Make it fit your lifestyle rather than forcing your lifestyle to fit um, some sort of plan. So thanks, Greg. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. And we'll catch you next time.